Ascend Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com. And that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Mystic Queen Mother offers various spiritual services virtually. Now you can be anywhere in the world and receive intuitive readings, divination and consultation sessions, and even remote video intuitive readings via email. Your sessions will always include spiritual guidance and messages from your ancestors and spiritual team. My prices are reasonable and affordable. You can even book and pay safely and securely right online. Once you book, you'll get a link via email for your session. Visit magicandmedicine.com and click the services tab in the menu to learn more. That's magic hyphen and hyphen medicine.com. Oh, and don't forget, that's magic with the K. Magic and medicine.com. Welcome to another episode of It's All Good Magic Mysticism and Earth Medicine. Today we have something very exciting. We have um, a video of uh, video, <laughs> a an interview I did with a dear friend of mine, David Moquin, who is of from Psychic Bridges. He's also he's uh, founder of Psychic Bridges, I believe. He talks a whole lot about uh, Psychic Bridges and how he how he helps train those people with gifts. You know what we call mediumship abilities, but how to let go of uh, crutches and things like that and, and how, to, how to work with others just like us. Uh, it's a wonderful community and I'm a part of it too. I, I should have been a part of it a lot years ago, but um, I, I became part of it at the right time. There were things in my life that I had to do and uh, things happen when they're supposed to. So this is a very, very, I hope you enjoy this, this uh, excellent interview with uh, David Mulquin, my dear friend and mentor. I, I assume mentor, I like to call him mentor, but he does, he might not like that. But anyway, I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. And if you want to support our show, remember we are on Patreon, just look for magic and medicine and that's all one word and it's magic with a k and help support our show because it does take a lot of effort we have to pay for things it's it's not free to just do this but help support our show so all the all the contact information and if you would like to if you really enjoy this discussion about psychic bridges all the contact information will be in the show notes so check it out hit up david try to join sit in on in the group one day it's all through zoom and it's wonderful because people all over the world you can meet and you see them and it's just be a beautiful wonderful community where there's no there's no one trying to act bigger and better than anyone else there's none of this jealousy stuff he doesn't allow that in the group now i've been a member of many different groups before a shamanic circle and things like that where there was the the energy just wasn't right it just wasn't right and i had to leave and that's why i'm a uh soul practitioner as well a, a, a solo practitioner because in regards to my other work, my work that I do, because I, I, I just too much static, too much static, but I do enjoy being a part of the Psychic Bridges. I, in, I enjoyed this interview with David and I hope you do too. So enough of my gabbing. Enjoy this wonderful interview. So Dave, tell me, 
tell our audience about this uh, Psychic Bridges. How did you come about the name, come about doing this? What led you this to this uh, wonderful? Well, like many things, it evolves. And uh, when I found that uh, communication of this nature is possible and I was actually doing it. I didn't go through any teaching or learning process, but I just realized it was possible and found I was doing it. That was it. But I wanted to uh, meet with other mediums and have a share uh, our experiences so we can all do a better job. And I set up a meeting in my home. And um, after the first meeting, um, they started bringing guests and uh, and it just evolved from there. Right now, the and it got its name in a strange way. We had to move to a hall because we outgrew my house. <laughs> and I took the 12 people, not the apostles really, but I got 12 people, including myself, and we we're going to rename it from the living room to something new. Everybody threw in an idea and nothing really lit up. And then one of my mediums, he just said, I don't know, I'm getting this feeling of, of something like psychic bridges coming to me. Hmm. And everybody said, yes, that's it. So it became the Psychic Bridges Workshop because what we're really all about is everybody, in our estimation, is receiving information all the time. We're all mediums. We're all healers. Mm -hmm. And we even do it in our everyday life, not realizing it. And... Uh, and once we can realize it and trust it and use it uh, for virtually everything, the quality of our lives and our ability to help others improves. And uh, so that's what the bridge is about. Everybody understanding their reality, that, that we're connected to our creation and, uh, and that communication is there for us at all times. And we just learn to trust it, what it feels like when an idea is brought to us. And that we can request things such as healing and people's loved ones on the other side to come through and, uh, and bring them what they need. It's pretty much that. And we just have a training program so people can better do it. Yeah, I like the image of, uh, of the bridge. I, I, I think that's so much better than the living room. The living room sounds like a jazz club or something like that. But, yeah. but I like that name, too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'd want to go to something named the living room. Um, and I do like the, uh, I like the image of, of the bridge, the bridge, uh, you know, connecting. It's a bridge between our physiology mm -hmm. and our spirituality. Ah. We're here physically, but we're also here. Uh, our creation is, is in every atom of our body. And we're part of that also. We have one foot in both areas. Mm-hmm. And all animals do, they're spiritual, they're, they're right in sync with their creation. And humans have fallen out of sync. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have to, uh, you know, get back in connection. Well, we know we are, our brains, you know, society bombards us with stuff that, you know, they tell us that it's not real. It's not real. Don't believe in this. If you can't see it, it's not real. I mean, how many times have we have children been chastised for having imaginary friends or for seeing things that are not, that people think are not there. So, and then that's sad because what we end up doing is we, we're taking away their, their power, their ability when we do that. And they grow up to be boring uh, adults who have to relearn all over again, how to get in, how to access their own abilities their own power their psychic abilities that we all have and i've said that to so many people i said that you know we all have we all have psychic abilities we just don't access them we don't know how to access them we've forgotten we've forgotten because when we're children we're so open and then we learn how to not be open yes we're, we're i can remember um my mother and father told me to stop making up things even though the things I made up would take place, so they were true, uh, we weren't supposed to know them. And uh, and it wasn't long before I put the filters on and uh, and forgot about the connection. Felt mm -hmm. it was not real. They told us that this is not real, mm -hmm. even though the things that I saw in a vision took place 
you know, timely afterwards, uh, or I would know things. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, you're, you're correct, which illustrates that we are all psychic, and it's there. It's just a matter of taking those filters away, and. Uh, what we endeavor to do in the workshop is to come up with everyday common type of uh, activities uh -huh. that allow this to take place and for us to sit back and discern the difference between something we created and an idea that popped in our head regarding something and comes out of our mouth. Wait a minute. How did I come up with that great? Wow, that's neat what I just said. Well, I didn't know it before. How come I was able to say it? And what did that feel like? Yeah. Oh, that's the connection. That's it. And we work with it. And then that'll evolve into areas where um, we can bring uh, people from the other side, loved ones to people, because they are with everybody. They're in every atom of the universe. Mm -hmm. It's already there. It's just us uh, allowing it to be processed and work. A lot of my clients, um, uh, they they say, how do I know the difference between between a thought in my head and and if spirit's really talking to me and blah blah, blah. and you know I when I talk to them I'd say you know that voice in your head that 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 you think is telling you you that's telling you don't go down there or that's preventing you from doing something and then you find out later that there's some tragic thing had happened those are your guides those are that spirit talking to you but we we just I, I, I don't know. I, we, we've just, there's just, I feel bad for humanity because we're so crowded with con conflicting perspectives. Um, that's not real. And then you hear people say, but it is. And the person doesn't know what to believe. And they don't, then they never, some leave this uh, incarnation without ever being able to access their their uh, innate get their gifts their and then they go into the next incarnation and they gotta learn stuff all over again. So I it's it's a it's a what when 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 did you you know you said you said that um you put the filters on and then and I, I did that too and then I I lost connection with with my my abilities and and stuff like I like that and then they I, they came back I actually had a a shaman do a soul retrieval I could and to get my my souls soul, soul pieces back. But things were happening for me. Sorry, things were happening before before that. I started to. Um, I don't know how it how it happened. I don't remember how it happened, but I remember that I started to open up again. Mm -hmm. I started to open up again, and I could, and I was accessing that part of me that I was born with, and then it just. Then it just started happening so fast, the opening, it was like an explosion. Oh yeah. Now for you, I know, I know you, 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 you do this when you can, you like you say to me, I'm getting a so and so. Your grandmother's coming in. How did you get back to that to that point when when you um, lost connection after after with your, you know, after your parents were saying all this stuff? Well. There's two or three elements I'd like to mention here regarding that. Yeah. One is, I don't know if this is so or not, but I, I just get the feeling that perhaps in this experience, this lifetime experience we're having right now, that we're supposed to learn to be human beings first. You go through, you know, growing up and you lie, you know, that's wrong. And you go through puberty and that and, and, to get married, have children and a job and all that. Things though sometimes we're supposed to just live that. We get it, we get um a help, and I think to put us on the right path, we don't know it. We think we're making decisions on our own, but mm -hmm. as things work out later, we're right exactly where we're supposed to be, and all those unrelated decisions we made all seem to make sense now. So one of those all part of this package that we're supposed to just experience being human beings for a while and going through these things. And then at a little later date, although I have some great mediums have been doing it since they were kids. Uh, 
that all of a sudden they start making connections and reaching us and awakening us. Mm-hmm. I started having dreams that would come true. I'd wake my wife up, say, hey, write this stuff down. She'd write all the details down. Within 48 hours, everything would take place. Incredible things. And um, I could go on for hours about some of them. They were opening me up. Then she sent me to a course at a local community college, something about psychic something, because she said, there's something wrong with you. You know things before they happen. Uh, You know about people's loved ones and we don't understand why we, you seem to know and uh, and incredible things happen so that when we want something, it just evolves. So she sent me to this course and it was a medium. It was uh, Steve Herman, who's an international medium, yeah. and he was working at that college at the time. And I knew I had taught at that college, so I knew some of the the doctors there and they were at that meeting. And I thought it was just uh, a lecture on something psychic, you know. And uh, the minute I realized it wasn't, he said he's going to talk to the dead. He immediately picked up and he came right over to me and he says, I know you want to leave. He says, they're telling me it, it worked really hard to get you in a position to know what you're going to know tonight. Please stay. Long story short, I ended up staying until I received the reading. And in 15 seconds or so, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt this was possible. It brought my father to me in such a way, it was like tapping into my super consciousness, the way I felt around my father and how I was manipulated and the position I was in and all of this. And then he said something like, I always thought John Wayne was a role model for men, but having watched you with young men that you're teaching in the college, that you are a very good role model and I'm proud of you for it. He passed way before I started teaching at the colleges. So I knew it was dynamic. I knew it was present. And you know, it said a whole bunch of things. And Steve's had me stay afterwards and invited me to a uh, a workshop. We had international mediums coming and that kind of thing. He wanted me to attend. And uh, I ended up going to it. And at one point, we were doing psychometry and everybody took something out of a basket and tried to relate something. And when I was asked what I had, I said a stupid earring and I have nothing. <laughs> and he said, stand up. And later he told me he'd never done this with anybody. It's just something made him say these things to me. Stand up and go to people and make up a story. Lie. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> oh, I'll make up something. I'll, work. I'll lose it, right? It's easy. <laughs> The very person I went to, uh, I'll never forget, it was my very first meeting uh, message. I can still remember it. I said, I am getting you. It feels like I've got uh, your father's 50th anniversary, and they're playing Moonlight Serenade, and he's dancing with his wife, and he feels something tugging at his right eye. And I get the feeling he had a stroke within two weeks, and then he passed within two weeks of that. And... um, and I thought he meant to go to everybody. He meant to only go to one person. I went to everyone and made up lies. So you were making, so you were. Yeah, I made up lies. I had a oh lot of money. made up some stories. And I went to lunch and everybody's standing with a bowl of porridge or whatever we're eating. You know, porridge. we're all, it was, uh, what do you call it, vegetarian type oh, of okay. setup. Porridge. And so I had like a porridge with blueberries in it or something. So anyway, I get there and I sat down. Everybody gathered around me and started to tell me about the messages I brought. And they were all accurate. And I used ah! names and everything. And I, I said, you mean I didn't make that up? Oh, That's how it feels? Oh, I feel that way around people all the time. Wow. I didn't know it was real. I just thought it was my crazy imagination. So I didn't have to do anything different. That's From that a- moment on, I, people's loved ones come in, I let them come in. How many come through me to you? It's just oh, it's like, yeah. it's during conversations, <laughs> oh, right? They just pop in, right? And uh, I have an Alice coming in now. Anyway, uh, that's the way it was. And, but did um, you did you tell people before, like before, like you know, before this this workshop, um, you said you felt like this all the time around people. But would you would you say anything when you? Oh no, no, you didn't oh. say anything. Until no, I thought, I thought it was wrong. I didn't think it was true. I just thought I have imagination. Oh. I was making oh, stuff goodness. Oh, I feel so bad. You probably like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> I can remember one instance. I'm going to share this 
because some people out there may have had this experience. Okay, so this, and I have never heard anybody say what I'm about to say before, but I had a, a contracting business with three other guys. We were all shop teachers and we, in the summertime, we would build houses or additions and things. And we put 10% of the money aside to go out and have a, take our wives out for an evening, you know? So we had a few hundred bucks, we'd go out and drink and eat, your heart's delight, have a good time. We celebrated life. And one of one of the guys' name is Joe and his wife was there. And we we're having dessert. And all of a sudden, I looked to she had apple pie and I said, Oh, uh, my grandmother loved making apple pie and she made it this way. And, and I, I described it all. And I'm saying, Why am I lying? That's not true. My mind is, this is not true. Oh my gosh. Why am I saying this? And then I said, yeah, my grandfather never fixed the screen door to the kitchen. The flies would come in the summertime. <laughs> That's not true either. It's not, why am I lying like this? I'm not a liar. I'm an honest person. Hmm. And I can't stop myself from lying. And I went on and on about the grandfather, grandmother, and this and that, and the canned uh, tomatoes in the cellar, which isn't true. You know, I'm lying about my own grandparents. What's the matter with me? <clears throat> and you know what his wife said? Oh, my God. My grandfather never fixed the screen door in his kitchen. That's exactly the way my grandmother made her pies. And everything I said was accurate for her. <sighs> I didn't really, I thought that was a coincidence. It was only after I began doing this, I reflected back and I was just bringing her grandparents to her. That's all I was doing, but I didn't know it. <laughs> it was that accident I didn't filter it mm -hmm. and I hear my they were opening me up because it was just a year later that all this happened so they will open people up in strange ways yeah I have all these dreams and they would all come true crazy stuff and um and some would be really really sick and I I just said oh I wish they would be good I just wish they didn't have to go in the hospital you know and all this stuff and then I get a call the next day you're not gonna believe this this person woke up this morning and Everything's fine. What's going on here? You know? so, it's so amazing. It's 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 so it's like magic. It's so it's yeah. so it's so amazing. And and you know, once to make a believer other than naysayers, they have to they have to meet you and they have to to have that experience of you just and and then when they do, because you don't you don't know them, you don't know them, and you right. just bring a message. I, I watched a, I don't know, it was a video of a woman, and and when I when I saw her, I said, "That's Dave, that's Dave right there." That he does that all the time. This poor woman was she was in line. She's um she calls herself a psychic medium, and she was at a cash. She was in line line in a store checking out, and the cashier. She started talking to her. She said, there's someone in jail. And the woman said, how would you know? How you know my business? You know, the, the, the girl was all angry. You know, who's, who's been talking about me? Blah, blah, blah. But then when the woman started bringing her more intimate, intimate things that no one would know, and I can't remember them all. I just remember I saw the girl at the cash at the cashier. She just started crying and walked away from the cash register. And she was, oh, she was just crying her eyes out because the woman brought her um, a message that no one else would know. And the the woman who called herself the medium, psychic medium, said, I'm so sorry, honey. This is what I do for a living. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And there's always that fear, that fear when you're bringing someone a, a message. I, I said one time to, uh, I was in a physical therapy for a car accident and there was a, the receptionist and it just came right out, came right out of my mouth about her baby. Cause she had, she had a miscarriage and uh, actually it's stillborn, sorry, stillborn. And um, it really tore her apart. And she didn't want to have any more children after then. And there was only, and so she didn't have any, no kids because of that. Do you know that child was with her? Yes. And I told her that. A little boy, his name was Timothy. And he was with her. And he says that um, 
what they do is they skip. He wasn't, he was the first, his soul was gonna come here and do it. But then they decided for some reason, no, either she needed to have that experience of losing the child or, I'm not sure what I'm getting here, or, uh, well, bottom line is he's going to live her lifetime with her and then he's, which is only like a snap of a finger to mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. And then, in other words, okay. his coming here just got postponed one notch. Yeah. But he has serving a purpose in, in being part of her guidance system. Mm -hmm. and, and, he's explaining. and he says right now he's trying to, um, He's trying to have her be a little more childlike. She's too serious and forgot the pleasures of childhood. He's trying oh. to work with her on that. I also have a similar feeling with you too. I feel like I've got something doing the same thing. Yeah. Was, you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is the, the woman, she was, the, the reaction, I, I always get a little sensitive. Right, right. They react, they react. I mean, she, she was at work. She didn't want to cry. She didn't yep. want to cry, so she was holding it in. And when I and I just it just came out of my mouth. I don't I don't remember what I said about the child. I did tell her that I do remember I told her that the boy was with her, and she right. could not believe it. She could not even say anything but cry. Well, this is a boy that was talking to. He's the one coming through. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and and she was. I just picked them up. <laughs> yeah, so it was stillborn, so she knew it was a boy, but yeah. um, it, it just really it it really shocked her, and I said, "Oh, I, I can't be doing this." He calls himself Timothy. I don't know why. I don't want to remember. I don't know if they named him or not, or he's just giving me a name for some reason. But yeah, I don't. Rem I I have a tendency to forget these things, but the, you know, I mean, I so I say, oh my goodness, I couldn't, I could never do what Dave does. All these, I would be crying myself, or people crying, or someone get mad at me, or yell at me, or something like that. But um, yeah, so I, I try not to say anything, and then I know that's not right. But well, in this podcast, maybe we ought to talk about what Dave does. Um, yeah. What, what uh, how it works because. Um, uh, uh, people have been helped so much, and and yeah. I I want all of all of the people in my group to be able to do it. It's natural. Mm -hmm. um, I think the thing that gets in the way the most is people that have been trained by a uh, spiritualist church, mm -hmm. um, or some other way that they've been trained to try to become mediums. And the thing that that I try to have people understand is number one. Stop trying to do anything. We don't, all we have to do is send intent. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, so if I were to send an intent that whoever is around you right now, uh, please let her know that and loves you and have something to say, please let her know who you are and please bring her something she needs right now. Now, in doing that, here's what occurs. Number one, I'm not taking on any responsibility. I don't need them to send me pictures and stuff for me to describe to the sitter. I'll mess it up. Hmm. You know, if I described your mother, you probably wouldn't recognize her, even though I might be looking at a picture. I'm not good at describing. You know, she's got two eyes. You know, where, where do we go with this? But if I, I say to your mother, all right, uh, please, please go to her and let her know it's you. She's part of you. She knows every thought you have, every feeling. She's in every atom of your body. She'll say the three words or the two words that you'll know it's her. And she knows what you're dealing with right now, you're concerned about, and she knows exactly what the answer is. And then within 10 or 15 seconds, you're taken care of. Now, what part did I play? I just gave him my mouth. Mm -hmm. When I do that, I just, I just sort of park my brain. I don't want to, I don't even like hearing what's coming out. I don't want to think about it because I don't want to have a judgment or, or I don't want to touch it in any way. Mm -hmm. And whatever comes through, I don't subtract or add a word to it. And I learn not to try to explain what's coming through because it's not my frame of reference. Mm -hmm. It's the sitter's frame of reference. They're coming from the sitter to you, back to the sitter. So their frames of reference is the same. Yours is not related in any way. Mm 
You have no business looking at it, touching it, smelling it, or particularly trying to coach somebody on what you said. And mm-hmm. that's what we get in the trouble. But a lot of the training out there is you ask for them to send you stuff and then you give it to the sitter, which engages your mind. So you have to look at some people want to do symbols. Oh, send me symbols. I'll look at the symbol, figure out what it means. I'll translate it. Minute to turn your brain on, you have shut off the channel. The second you think you've shut it off. Well, that word must mean this. The minute you do that, it's over. And you'd be lucky to get it back. And I, because I channel, so I'm picking up what's coming to mediums and I see them do it all day. You'll start getting something legitimate and then they go to explain something. They, they shut it off. And that entity's going crazy, you know? Well, because a lot of back in. <laughs> some of the training that people go through with the uh, spiritualist churches and stuff, they, they teach them like through the 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 right. Yeah, the, the meaning they mean well. Right. You're not trying to do anything wrong, right. but you gotta you can't engage your mind in anything once they're coming through. So they, which so means they, from talking to you, and I got an Alice here by the way with you, and it feels like something about journalism and and, and teaching in college. I don't know if she was a teacher or not or something, but she's talking about journalism in college and she's with you and uh, and she has passed. So just write that down, it'll make sense. Just ask your guides, they'll tell you, but she's here in big time. She said she helped you write your first book. Oh, she did. But I think she was alive at that time. I'm not sure. I got that feeling. I don't know if it's my feeling or feeling brought to me. I'm not sure. I think the last name might be Miller. It might be Alice Miller or something Miller. I got the name Miller coming in here too. Attached to her somehow. So it could be an Alice Miller. Okay. I'm going to look that up. My All right. Great. Don't be surprised. <laughs> I'm always surprised. <laughs> Getting back to it. Yeah. Uh, this is why but you know, some of them have been trained to like have what I what I think you know, like like uh, some of the people have been trained in this, the spiritualist churches or whatever. They yeah. they have the you know the right weight deck and they so they need something, they need something you know crystals whatever, and then so that that there's no there's no they don't open. So that's why I, I think that's the problem. They you know they don't know how to let go of the, the symbolism and the cards and things like that. They rely too heavily upon the cards instead of opening themselves, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, I can do tarot cards, but I haven't memorized them or know them or anything. I just, yeah, I don't do that. I look at the back of the card that comes up and, oh, it's about love. And I just relax. And they will bring me mm-hmm. what that person needs regarding that subject. Mm-hmm. Understand. It's their guides or their people, whatever this is, or this universal intelligence um, that's doing it. And it's part of them. And they, they want to be able to reach them and help them. That's their job. And so uh, we just we just let them access through us. That's all. And you'll never hear me take credit for anything that comes out of my big mouth. <laughs> Ever. And I'm just, I'm so oftentimes I'm more blown away than the sitter. You know, I'm just, I don't know how, this is happening. I'm just so grateful that that I can be here and experience this happening for people. I'm just absolutely blown away. I don't know what I've ever did in my lifetime to deserve it. And but that, but I'm told that everybody mm-hmm. can do this, and that my job is to have them become aware of it. Yeah, and you're you're leading. Yeah, yeah. It's normal. This is this is the norm. All animals and plants are connected to it, and they just go with the flow. And we just, we think we're too smart. We've actually separated ourselves from nature. We separate ourselves from the animal kingdom. And um, yeah, and uh, so we uh, have put on filters and we're not listening to our innermost self. We're not listening to our super consciousness or whatever any of this is. And- We also have a tendency to label and box everything instead of just accepting it for whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think the labels limit Labels limit? Yes, I do. Uh, it's a tendency we have. Um, you know, when there's an 
intelligence helps us, we call it guides. And we like to say that these must be little bald headed men that are here to work with us. We say that God must look like us, uh, even though our, our whole, uh, our whole uh, galaxy is, is one of billions. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't God be like something in one of those other things? And is the whole galaxy on physical world the only reality? Maybe there's other realities that aren't like what we see as, as physical. Yeah. Who knows? And back to what you were saying, I had cut you off about, um, you know, how, how you were talking about what you do, what you do and how you help people, how you help people who are access, um, try to relax and try to bring in yeah. messages and things like that, which you, which is what you do in the bridges. But um, how else, how, what, how, when someone attends your bridges workshop, what can they expect um, to, to experience for some newbie who's a, say, for instance, there's someone who is, who learned via tarot and they don't, and that's their, their crutch, they've memorized all of the things. So they're not really allowing the spirit through. They, they use, and they they use, you know, what the interpretations, the little booklet that comes with things and symbols and things like that. Not that that's wrong. And then they come to your workshop and they're trying to, do, trying to, to let go of all that stuff. What can they expect to, how, how are you gonna help them? You know. I like to handle that in two separate issues. The first issue you said, what is it like when a first, what does a person feel like the first time they come to this workshop? You just came a week or so ago for the first time. Why don't you tell <laughs> me what it feels like to be a first timer in the workshop? Candidly, Candace, <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell everybody, you just, Came to my workshop for the first time a week or two ago. What happened? Well, how'd you feel? Well, I'm not. Well, all right. So I wasn't. I wasn't that. I wasn't scared because, um, you know, I've been doing uh, this stuff like you. How have. did the people in the bridges make you feel when you came on board? Oh, the people were so warm. They were. I felt like a family. I felt comfortable with the people. The people there. Um, I wasn't nervous around around the people it was just such a warm in the group it's such a warm feeling you feel like you belong there and i had i i had been telling myself yes found my people this is where i need to be um in my mind because um i've been i've been it's hard to find you know place where you feel comfortable and with people like like you I mean, that, that sounds so, I don't know, cliche, but. That's what everybody says. Everybody that comes says the same thing. Uh, they, they, they just feel very warm. They feel they don't have to have any guards up. They, mm -hmm. they feel that they're accepted. They feel love. They yes. just feel pure Accept love. And, um, and, and that's the first thing they sense and feel. And the other thing that they notice, particularly people like yourself, on any given night, we got 25 people. We may have 14 mediums there that have come through and learned, and some have come from elsewhere and joined us. Uh, but there's no sense of competition. Right. There's no sense of jealousy or any of that. It's like everybody's as everybody's coming together mm -hmm. to to whoever the sitter is, just to for for love and for help for that person. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no competition, and um, and I'll be honest with you. I had visited circles when I first started, and um, a lot of times I felt a rejection or felt jealousy because I would bring a reading, and and that was a result I got that like, you know, like maybe I showed up somebody or something. I was taken in those kind of ways, oh. but we've not suffered that in the bridges. It's just uh, you know people come in, jump in, have some fun, jump in the sandbox, just play with the toys. Yeah. Let's learn, you know, let's, let's enjoy ourselves and let's share. Let's help other people do it and let's grow ourselves. I, I grow all the time. And, uh, yeah, and that's good. That was the, uh, yeah, those are the two parts. Yeah. yeah. The non-jealousy and the fact you feel the love and the warmth 
Right. Yeah. And I, I like the way you run the the I like the way the bridges is, is run too, uh, with the activities and the readings, uh, the the inspirational reading and the meditation. I I really like all of that that part about because I, I too have been in in different circles I've tried and um, I the vibe just wasn't wasn't my cup of tea, but this this here is just it's a family. That's all I can. That's, that's how I feel. I, I, it's a family. I didn't feel the oddball and it's somewhere where you're accepted and people are just, they're just right there. There's so much love. There's so much love. And I think that that, that comes from you because you know, your, your love and everyone, and that's what you, that's what gravitates towards you. If you, if you love, you attract love and that's why I have such loving, wonderful people in your bridges. <laughs> and they're from all over, which is fantastic. You know, yeah, I've got people from all over the country. Had yeah. a couple of international people. Yeah. Uh, Teja, he, he came in from India the other time and yeah. uh, uh, Nepal, I think. Um, and, uh, we, you know, it's uh, well, what I think it is, is the way I got opened up and the way but per chance, everything just seemed to take place. And I, I found myself going from what I thought was just an electronics teacher and, and professor to this. It was just, it just sort of like it was supposed to be and it happened. Like I really didn't, I really wasn't an active part of it. It was just a bit, you know, they put, my, they put the coat on me and the bridges, it just sort of evolved and happened. It's like, call it spirit, infinite intelligence. What, God, the big toad in the sky, whatever you want to label it, <laughs> uh, it's just they're running the bridges. This when I when I begin speaking to those in attendance, you know, I I sit down and wonder, okay, gang, whatever this is all about, I call it my gang. I say, okay, gang, let's have a good night tonight. Let's I don't know who's coming, but let's you know go to work for me or go to work with me. And whatever happens, it's like I. I can't even take credit for any of that. The ideas and the thoughts just come to me. And how we're going to do things next, I'll fix it. It's just, they just pop into my head. They're brought to me. I don't, I, I don't author it. And uh, the activities that have evolved is kind of opposite the training in other places. Mm -hmm. And I have a few strong, good mediums I love dearly that are from old school over the way that they were trained, that if you bring a message, you can't have any hints. That's cheating. You're going to bring tons and tons of evidence. Well, I'll tell you, the people on the other side don't agree with that. Mm. They don't agree with that at all. You don't need to, they don't need to know uh, the color of my house I had. They don't need to know that I like cats. They don't need to know what car I drove. And they don't need to know my favorite foods. Mm. If I'm coming to my daughter, I know how to reach her and I know what to say to her. Just let me talk to her. Don't try to do it for me. Don't ask me to tell you what I look like. And then you tell her Just let me do it. All right. And that's the change they have to make when they come to the bridges. And one way I do that is like we did this week. We did it on coping and everybody there wrote three or four little everyday things they're coping with. Finding your glasses when you can't find it. Little things. What do I say to my daughter? Uh, what, do I do this first or that first? You know, should I? Pick up those things before I go to work or after mundane, regular things. But this system makes our life better by having us make the right choices. So everybody wrote down a coping topic and then read one to the group. We broke into groups of four so that it's like everybody's sitting at a little table and get a lot of activity. And uh, they would say the thing they're coping with. All right. And then the other three people would drop down and, and ask, okay, how can I help this person? Uh, what can I say to help? Now, people that are brand new to this, I, I ask them to say the same thing. But then I tell them when it's their turn, don't worry about bringing messages or, or anything beyond. Just you go ahead and think of what you could say that would help this person. I had them send intento, didn't I? So when they go to help this person, they'll start by trying to generate out of their mind something to help. And then as they do it, they'll wonder about things, a pause, and all of a sudden they'll have 
more words come to them, more ideas. And, oh, yeah. Oh, another thing you could do. And, and oh, you know something? And, there, and this starts going on. And then afterwards, we sit down and reflect and say, the things you said, were those the things you intended to say in the beginning? Or did they come in like an afterthought or an idea? Oh, yeah, that just popped in. What did that feel like? Your guides or that person's people, they did it. Can you know what it feels like now? Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that marvelous? It was. So that's the way I have them do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they start being able to, to discern the difference between something they're creating and something that's brought to them in assistance. And so they know what that feels like. They ask for it and they can now not even try to create. They can just relax and then just see what kind of ideas pop in their head, what kind of feelings come over them, what they all of a sudden think. That they don't make plan to think, just they just wait for it to happen. That's mediumship. It's easy. It's easy. Let go. <laughs> let go. Just let go. Let go. <laughs> let go. See, I'm so excited about the bridges. And um, so if someone what? what let me my britches? What about my britches? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and and there's more than well, you know, that came out wrong. Well, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, <laughs> and then, well, you you know, to some people your your britches may be exciting. You don't know. Oh, Robin Williams just popped in about the britches. Oh no, I'm not going to talk about that. No, Robin, you put on hold here. <laughs> but um, so you see that to me when I when I just had this in my mind when, when I was thinking when you were talking it just came to me I said you know it's more than just one bridge it's many bridges because we're bridges to one another too all of us Absolutely. in the in the group so there's bridges sprouting out everywhere it's yeah. it's it's a bridges of the spirituality of all things mm -hmm. and the physicality of all things and we're in both but we haven't been aware of the spirituality that much. Connection. Yeah. But it's been there the whole time and it's affected us and worked with us. Yeah. In spite of us. <laughs> I feel like there's this bridge coming out of my heart and it's, mm. you know, connecting to someone else. Yeah, I think the bridge is what I just was talking about where we are aware that as we have an intent for us to accomplish something, mm -hmm. that the means for that are being brought to us. Mm -hmm. So they have to bridge this, or it has to be bridged, or we bridge from our physicality thinking to the information brought to us, to the physical world, to the spiritual world. And is our brain and our mind, I should say mind, not the brain, not the physical brain, is our mind really physical? No. It's an no. interesting question, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. Got me thinking. Yeah. Whoever's well, yeah. watching this, it's time we start doing some, you know, I encourage anybody that, that happens to trip over this podcast. It's just to, to let your super conscious, let your inner self, just let go, unlock it, and relax. And just when and goofy stuff starts coming to you and feelings and things, just celebrate it and and, and just let it, just be part of it instead of trying to judge it, push it around, bury it, kick it back or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, just to enjoy. So on that note, and I'll put this in this and I'll put this in the show notes, but you know, after listening to this, if people are going to be like, I want to be part of that bridges. How am I going to be part of that psychic bridges? So how are they going to find, how are they going to find it? I'll put it in the show notes too, but. It's very uh, simple. You put the, you simply put the uh, Psychic Bridges, uh, oh, what do we call it? Link. Mm -hmm. Put down Psychic Bridges and put the link. And you can, yeah, um, yeah, just do that. And um, I'm just wondering if we should put my phone number in or not. On a broke no, well, we can. No, we have we have your face. We have you're on Facebook too. The psychic psychic bridges is on Facebook too, but right? I, but I never I never look at it. Oh I no! Facebook up a long time. A lot of people use it, but uh, I never look at my my Facebook and I or Twitter or any of that stuff. 
uh, I do most everything with, with just a simple um, text mm -hmm. message. Okay. Uh, you know, that uh, I don't even check my emails enough. I'm too busy. I, I get 300 emails a day. I don't get time. To, Facebook, it, it, tons and tons of stuff coming. I haven't got time for it. So uh, I don't have a problem with giving my phone number out. I get calls from all over the world. Uh, with that, just text message me and make sure in the text message you put your name, phone number, and email. Mm -hmm. And I will send you the weekly letter for the bridges. Yep. And on that letter is the is the uh, link. Okay, yes. And it, it it's 10 minutes of seven. You click on it and you join us and uh, and you guys will take care of the rest. It'll Excellent. all just happen. And all that information will be in the show notes. So uh, so people can get in, get into the psychic bridges. And so you're, you're going to take care of that? You put I that got it. Yeah, I'm going to put it in there. And so don't. Yep, go ahead. That's why I get people from a lot of churches and stuff. When I do uh, uh, services for various churches in New England, um, I allow them to go ahead and, you know, link up and come in. So what happens is the bridges has become, I've got people from all over the country, California, Texas, uh, Arizona, a lot of people from Florida, Georgia, Alabama, New oh. Jersey, Maine, on and on and on and on. <laughs> might begin some people from the UK and stuff. There's a lot of people who listen to the show who are who are international. So you never yeah. know. You there was a time know. I was getting a lot of phone calls from all over the world, but with pandemic that sort of stopped. Hmm. Um, crazy things. Sometimes really? I did you think from that Germany or something, and they would be speaking German, but I somehow knew what they were saying. I don't know how I knew what they were saying because I don't understand a word of German. Oh, wow. And uh, or Polish or whatever. Um, I've run messages that way where all of a sudden I hear Polish coming out of my mouth. And, <laughs> and, uh, and the people, are, you know, they understood it was their mother or something. And um, I, you know, I try not to do that because when I, that happens, I'm vacated. I have no memory of it. And I don't like that. I want to have memory. So I've asked my guides don't do that with me anymore. That That kind of channeling, I don't. I'm uncomfortable with it because I won't know what I have said. Right, right. And that's, now I forget what I say because it's not me saying it. Well, that's part of the part of the deal. Yeah. You can ask me about a message you brought five minutes ago. I have no memory of it. Right, right. You know, I've asked it to be taken away. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much to be carrying all those messages. Well, I want to keep everything clean and open. I don't want to have a memory. But I'll tell you, if you bring up a message that I brought six months ago or something, they'll bring it back to me if yeah. I need it. If you need it. If I need it. They'll bring the whole thing back. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Dave, for being on the show. Don't hang up just yet. Just stay there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can check us out at www.magic-and-medicine.com. And remember, that's magic with a K. Thank you for listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. Thanks for listening.